Welcome back, everyone, to 101 Questions That Church Planners Ask. I'm your host, Danny Parmalee, and today's question is, how do I apply for an EIN? Or maybe you don't even know what an EIN is, and that's why you need one. Uh, an EIN, uh, EIN is an employee identification number. It's basically like the social security number for your church. You're going to use this number for any kind of government document, tax form for the life of your church. So the great news is that it's super easy to obtain and, best of all, it's free. But I do have a warning for you. Uh, if you type into Google, obtain EIN number, uh, there's plenty of companies out there that are just waiting and ready to rip you off. So these websites are designed to look like the IRS. And I've had planters fall into this trap before and they've wasted their money. Uh, it actually took longer for them to obtain the proper form since there was this third-party company assisting them. Now, it's totally legal for companies to do this to help you obtain it, but I promise you that you do not need to do it. So to prevent this from happening, go directly to www.irs.gov, and you can just search in their EIN online application. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, I encourage you to head over to the blog at churchplantersass.com and you can actually watch the video version of this because I'm actually going to click through each screen to show you exactly which boxes to check. So once you're at the irs.gov site, you find the EIN application form, uh, choose the option that says view additional types, including tax exempt and governmental organizations. And from that, you can choose church and then choose start a new business. Now, don't get all spiritual on me and tell me that churches are not a business, blah, blah, blah. In the eyes of the IRS, you are a business. So just click that option and save your theology for later. All right, next screen, you have to type in your information and provide your own personal social security number. And then choose the button that says, I'm a duly authorized member of the organization. And for the address information, it's best practice to use your home address. Don't use the address that you think that you'll rent from. Don't use it even if you already have a lease on this place. Your meeting address is likely to change. And if IRS mail is sent there, it's a good chance it'll just be chucked in the trash and you'll have less control over forwarding it. So uh, here's where you have to enter the name of your church, and if you don't have a name yet, you can use a temporary name, but I'm telling you it's better to just know the name of your church and to just stick with it, and if you haven't listened yet to the episode about naming your church, you can go ahead and listen to that first. Hopefully that will be helpful for you. All right, on the next page, uh, just click no to everything, unless you plan to sell manufacture tobacco, alcohol, or firearms, in which case I'm really curious to, as your church planting model, maybe actually be a smashing success. But consider checking no for even the last option about employees. It doesn't change anything. It's not going to limit you on having employees in the future. It's just easier if you click no for now. Now, just ask for the EIN to be emailed to you, but make sure you print it out and keep lots of copies Email it to other people. Don't lose this number. You will need it uh, for many, many forms. Now, if you don't uh, want to do it online, you can download Form SS4 from the IRS website and fill it out. It's pretty much the same thing. Mail it in. But I just have yet to find a reason 
uh, to do that. So now you can go ahead and check that off your list. Thanks so much for tuning in. And remember, keep asking those questions.